0: everybody, welcome back to The Listening Room. My name's Ken Young and uh, for the next hour or so I'm going to play some rather splendid music from the world of classical music. Let's begin with some very... Um, it was the uh, Grand March and ballet music from the opera Aida by Giuseppe Verdi. It was played for us by the Orchestra uh, del Teatro Comunale de Bologna and it was conducted by Ricardo Chailly. Uh, just moving on to some vocal music now. Um, I've played for you a, uh, well, at least one, maybe two tracks off a um, collection of CDs I have of a wonderful favourite singer of mine by the name of Maggie Tate most of the recordings made back in the early 1940s um, I'd like to play you a song now called "Lempson or the absent one uh, with a poem by Victor Hugo and it's written by Gabrielle Um this is a recording from 1942 um, uh, made at the Abbey Road Studios in London with the incomparable uh, Gerald Moore at the piano let's have a listen to this beautiful song by Fauré. Oh, it's a sad song. It's a poem by Victor Hugo. It's it's, it's the image of a child weeping for his absent father. And it uh, does release the floodgates of emotion. Um, It's the highest note of the song speaks for the pity of war and the panic of the displaced and dispossessed. Beautiful song by Foray called L'Absent, or The Absent One. It was sung for us there by Maggie Tate with uh, Gerald Moore at the piano. We're going to have some Mozart now. And, um, of course, many of you will be able to sing the main theme of the first movement of his 40th symphony. Da da I'm sure many of you know that. But maybe you're not quite so familiar with the third movement, Menuet. Here it is. Mozart, Mozart, wonderful, wonderful Mozart. That was the third movement, the minuet, from his 40th symphony. It was played for us in that 1986 recording by the Prague Chamber Orchestra, conducted by the excellent Australian conductor, Sir Charles McCarris. Now, for those of you who have ever been to Venice, you will probably have visited St. Marco, the cathedral, St. Mark's, and... um, it is a wonderful place. It's a truly wonderful place. And uh, the, the name most associated with music there over the centuries has been Gabrieli. Uh, there were two of them, Giovanni, the most well-known one, and probably the most prolific. But he also had an uncle whose name was Andrea, Andrea Gabrieli, who wrote great music as well. Here is a lovely choral piece by Andrea Gabrieli. Wonderful music. That was uh, a madrigal by Andrea Gabrieli. It was entitled "Echo Venegia Bella. And it was actually commissioned for the visit of Henri III of France in uh, 1574, uh, which was a rather turbulent time in Venetian history. Um, but it uh, gathers everybody together. at The end to find a wonderful sense of imagery as the, you know, the voices and the instruments join together, urging the city to welcome her royal guest. And I quote, with sweet sound and sweet song, with the clanging of bells and thundering cannons. Wonderful performance there by an English ensemble called Concordia, conducted by Mark Levy. On now to one of my favourite English composers, E.J. Moran. Um, I played you a movement out of his symphony a little while ago, Um, his symphony in G minor. I'd like to play you another favourite piece. It's uh, called Wythorn's Shadow. And it's based on a part song by Thomas Wythorne, who is an Elizabethan composer, best known for his autobiography, <laughs> perhaps not for his music. Uh, it's uh, not, a, not a big orchestra, but it's it's a rather beautiful piece. And uh, he takes the original tune and uh, does beautiful little variations and sort of a, like a fantasy on the piece. It's rather a gorgeous piece. So here's Wythorne's Shadow by E.J. Moran, M-O-E-R-A-N, if you haven't heard from him. And it's going to be played for us by the English Sinfonia conducted by Neville Neville Dilkis. wonderful music beautiful music and uh, that's uh, a piece by E.J. Moran 20th century English composer it's called Wythorn's Shadow and it was there played for us by the English Symphonia conducted by Neville Dilkas. and now for some Beethoven even though it's not his birthday anymore <laughs> um, but I thought I'd play a uh, movement from one of his violin sonatas he wrote 10 of them all together and uh, they sort of spanned his, the, the majority of his uh, creative career um, I'd like to play you the last movement actually of the final sonata number 10 in G's Opus 96 and it's played for us here by our very own Michael Houston and the wonderful Bulgarian violinist Bella Herstova There you go. Wonderful music. Uh, Beethoven. Uh, it was the final movement of the final sonata, his sonata number no. 10 in G, opus 96, for violin and piano. And it was played for us there by Belhistova and uh, our Michael Houston on the piano. Speaking of pianos, there's a young pianist who hails from Christchurch. His name is Alitian Shang. And a few years back, oh, actually, no, it's only a couple of years, well, maybe three years ago, I produced his first CD when he was only, oh gosh, he was 16, I think, He's probably about 18 now. And it was a wonderful recording, and uh, I can remember we were uh, getting things together and uh, I heard a performance of one of the pieces he wanted to record, and I, on hearing this piece I thought, oh gosh, yes, we have to record this this young man, and uh, especially this particular piece. It's a piece by Ravel called Zhe Do, or Water Games. Um, it's one of the great piano pieces of the 20th century, and I'd love you to sit back and enjoy this performance now uh, of Ravel's *Jeux Do, played by Li Xin Shang. Quite the talent. Wonderful playing by the young Christchurch-based pianist. Well, I think maybe we'll be studying overseas now. I'm not sure where he is presently. Um, Li Xin Shang, wonderful young pianist. That's from a CD which was released two or three years ago called Play. It's a simple title, and it's uh, released by Rattle. And that was a piece by Ravel called Jeux d'eau" or water, water Games. Wonderful music, beautifully played. So finally on today's program, we're going to have some Mendelssohn, and um, sort of between 1829 and 1831, Mendelssohn sort of toured a lot around Europe, He as far away as Scotland from his home in Germany, where he wrote things like Fingal's Cave and the Scottish Symphony, but he also went to Italy and wrote the Fourth Symphony, which is, funnily enough, called the Italian Symphony, and uh, he he loved his travels, and... uh, He wrote a letter to his parents saying, Today was so rich in Italy that now in the evening I must collect myself a little. And so I am writing to you to thank you, dear parents, for having given me all this happiness. And in February, a few months later, February of uh, 1830, I think it was, he wrote from Rome to his sister Fanny. The Italian symphony is making great progress. It will be the jolliest piece I have ever done, especially the last movement. I have not found anything for the slow movement yet. Blah, 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 blah. He's going to save that for Naples, he said. (laughs) So he travelled around Europe between 1829 and 1831, and he actually completed this wonderful fourth symphony in 1833. And I'd like to play you the third movement uh, from this particular symphony. It's played for us by the Boston Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Sir Colin Davis. Such wonderfully gentle and gorgeous music. He's obviously very, very happy hanging out in in Italy. That was the uh, third movement of the Italian Symphony, the Symphony Number no. 4, by Felix Bartoli Mendelssohn, um, which is, was completed in 1833. That rather wonderful performance was uh, performed for us by the Boston Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Sir Colin Davis. Well, it's... Um, pretty much time for me to say goodbye I don't think we've got any time for any more music today Um, but I'm really glad you joined me, I love having your company and I look forward to welcoming you back into the listening room the same time next week I hope you have a wonderful week as I say, great to have your company see you again next week here in the listening room on Otago Access Radio bye for now The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us.